Hello, everybody, and welcome to Episode 5 of The Silent Suicide. I'm your host, Jacole Martinez, and thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'd like to start every episode with a dedication to my beautiful friend, Melanie. Melanie, I love you, and I miss you, and I hope that you're looking down on me, smiling and laughing. Also, I'd like to extend a prayer to those of you listening who might be considering suicide at this very moment. I want you to know that you are worthy, you are loved, and you deserve to live. So before we get started with today's episode, I have a few announcements. So one, for those of you that didn't see my social media posts, as of this morning, we are at 213 downloads. That is absolutely incredible incredible for a brand new podcast. And I just wanted to say a huge thank you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing this. And so I just wanted to thank you. I'm so humbled and honored that so many of you are tuning in every week and you're telling people about it. And I just wanted to tell you how much I love you and It really gives me the motivation to continue to do this every week. I will say on a personal note, I absolutely love doing this podcast. It has given me a sense of purpose and direction in my life. I absolutely love doing all the research and recording and minor editing. And I look forward to every Sunday where I get to upload the new episode So I just want to say thank you to you guys. This podcast is for you, and I'm just so beyond grateful. Also, because of this achievement, I'm going to give away a free t-shirt to the first person that DMs me on Facebook on my page, Rise and Shine, as a thank you for tuning in, supporting me, and listening. So once I get that first DM, I'll just get your size and what color you want, and I'll order it for you, and it will be absolutely free. So what are we going to talk about this week? Well, we're going to talk about bipolar disorder. Now, the reason for this episode is because a friend of mine messaged me after last week's episode and requested that I do an episode on bipolar. So ask and you shall receive. I am absolutely open to any episode suggestions. I want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. So if you have any suggestions for future episodes, please just let me know. You can call me, text me, email me, go on any of my social media pages Because again, ultimately, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the nitty gritty. So first, we always start off with the definition. Now, this week's information is from the Mayo Clinic. Now, as a side note, I will say that I am really enjoying the Mayo Clinic website. It is a wealth of information. And I'm just, I'm really learning a lot as I go about research throughout the week for these episodes. So shout out to Mayo Clinic. If someone who's involved with the Mayo Clinic is listening, let me know, email me, and we can talk some more. So what is the definition of bipolar disorder? It is 
a mental health condition that causes extreme mood swings that include both highs, which are called mania, and lows, which are called depression. So these mood swings affect every aspect of your life. It can affect your sleep, your energy, your day-to-day activities. It can impair your judgment or behavior, and it also prevents the ability to think clearly. It can occur rarely, or you can have these mania and depressive episodes multiple times a year. Now, I found through the research that people with bipolar disorder are typically diagnosed in the teenage years or the early 20s, but that's not to say that you can't be diagnosed at any point in your life. So let's go over the symptoms. There's two parts to bipolar. There's the mania and then there's the depressive episode. Let's talk about the mania first. So in order for you to be diagnosed with these mania episodes, you have to have three or more of these conditions. Abnormally upbeat or jumpy, your activity increases, your energy increases, but on the other hand, your agitation increases. You feel an exaggerated sense of well-being or an exaggerated sense of self-confidence. You feel the need to not sleep as much. You have unusual talkativeness and racing thoughts. You may feel distracted most of the time and also poor decision-making. Now, on the flip side of this is the depressive episodes. Now, in order to be suffering from these depressive episodes, you have to have five or more of these conditions. So one is feeling sad, empty, or hopeless. You have a loss of interest in almost all of your daily activities. You suffer significant weight loss, even though you're not dieting. Or the opposite, you start to gain weight at an increased rate, even if you're not trying to. You either have insomnia or you're sleeping too much. You often feel restlessness and a loss of energy. You have feelings of worthlessness or excessive guilt, even though you have absolutely no reason to feel guilty about anything. You also have a decreased ability to concentrate. And the biggest one is you're either thinking about or you're actively planning your suicide. Now, before we get into the causes and other information about bipolar disorder, personally, I have not been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, so I don't have any personal experiences or stories to talk about this week, but I just kind of wanted to interject something about a family member, which, as always, will remain nameless. I have a younger sister who has been a longtime drug user. She's actually doing a decade in federal prison. She started doing marijuana and meth when she was 12 years old. We immediately saw the behavior changes in her. She was hanging out with the wrong crowd. She had very destructive boyfriends. And they really got her in that lifestyle. Because of this, 
she was displaying symptoms of bipolar. She had moments where she was super mania. She was very upbeat and her activity was increasing. She was just go, 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 go. And then she had other times where she was super depressed and she was feeling sad all the time. She lost all interest in any other activity except for using drugs and being with this boyfriend. So my mom and I, we have a lot of trauma surrounding uh, my little sister. We dealt with a lot that most people don't know. And it's something that I still have a very hard time talking about, even though now it's been a long time. But the reason why I'm mentioning her story in the first place is because we never really knew if she was a bipolar or if it was just the result of her drug use. But either way, no matter what it was, it was extremely difficult to deal with on a daily basis. We kind of never knew as each day started, uh, was it going to be a good day? Was it going to be a bad day? Were we going to hear from her? Would she be around? So it, it was it was a very difficult time period in our life. And even though her and I do not speak anymore, I hope that she's making good use of her time in prison. And when she does get released, she doesn't go back to that lifestyle. And she really gets the help that she needs and ultimately deserves. Either way, I love her. I miss her. I miss having my little sister around. And hopefully one day her and I can be on speaking terms again. So let's get back to the causes of bipolar. Now, there's two main causes. and The first one is biological. So it's actual physical changes in the brain that occur that cause bipolar disorder. Now, the other one is genetics. So obviously, it's more common in people who have a relative that has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Now, it was interesting to read that it's more common in people who have a first-degree relative. So that could be someone like a sibling or a parent that has been diagnosed with bipolar. And researchers are still trying to find the specific genes that are involved with having bipolar disorder. So I'm glad that researchers are still fighting the good fight and trying to get information out there so that bipolar disorder can be better understood. So obviously, as you can imagine, there's a lot of complications that come with having bipolar disorder. The first one, and I think the most important one, is problems with drugs and alcohol. Now, again, back to the story with my sister, she had a problem with drugs. And so that masked her symptoms. I believe that she was using it as a coping mechanism because she was having a hard time with life. But I think people who have bipolar disorder, they turn to drugs and alcohol because 
they want to mask those symptoms. They don't want to feel those negative feelings and they ultimately are suffering and they're suffering in silence. That's not okay. The other biggest complication is suicide or suicide attempts. So I can only imagine and I sympathize with anyone listening who has bipolar disorder. I can't imagine what you go through on a daily basis. If you are listening right now and you do have bipolar disorder, I would really like to hear from you because I'm really interested in this topic and I want to hear more about your daily struggles, what you're doing to cope with your bipolar. And I just kind of want to learn more about it. Also, obviously, there could be legal or financial troubles. So legal problems that can stem with drug and alcohol use, financial troubles, because during those episodes of mania, you might be spending money frivolously and and you might not be considering the ramifications of spending all your money. And then the other biggest complication that I found was poor work or school performance. Now, to me, that's a pretty obvious complication. If you're suffering from bipolar and you're not sure what kind of day it's going to be, you're not sure whether you're going to be in a mania episode or a depressive episode, you might have trouble either performing your work duties or performing your school duties. So obviously, at least to me, it's obvious that any mental health condition is sometimes coupled with another mental health condition. So bipolar disorder is no exception. So some of the biggest co-occurring conditions, obviously the biggest one is anxiety. I can only imagine as someone who suffers from anxiety disorder how difficult it would be to have bipolar. And I can only imagine what it would do to your anxiety levels. My heart goes out to everyone who has bipolar. Also eating disorders. So a few minutes ago, we talked about either significant weight loss or significant weight gain, even though your habits haven't changed, which can in turn lead to eating disorders. So eating disorders can be anything from anorexia, bulimia, binging, which is a condition that I also suffer from. And I will do an episode in the future on eating disorders because I think it's something that people don't like to talk about. Some other co-occurring conditions could be ADHD, the alcohol or drug problems that we talked about. But then interestingly enough, which really, if you think about it, makes sense, bipolar disorder can cause physical changes and physical problems to your body. So the biggest ones are heart disease, thyroid problems, consistent headaches, and obesity. So you might be wondering at this point, well, how do you prevent bipolar disorder? Well, as of right now, There is no sure way to prevent, but as a general rule with any mental health problem, getting treatment at the earliest sign of a mental health disorder can help prevent and all of these other co-occurring conditions that we just talked about. So if you've been diagnosed or you know someone that's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, there are some 
proven strategies that can help prevent some of the symptoms from becoming just full-blown episodes of either mania or depression. So there's three that I kind of wanted to touch on. One is pay attention to the warning signs. Addressing these symptoms early on can prevent the episodes from getting worse. Oftentimes, people have identified a pattern to their bipolar episodes and also what triggers them. So I encourage you or your loved ones to call your doctor, call your therapist if you're falling into an episode of depression or mania, and also involve your family members or friends in watching for these warning signs because oftentimes we don't recognize the symptoms in ourselves. And sometimes it does take a loved one to say, I I think something's going on, so let's get you help. The second one is avoid drugs or alcohol. So using alcohol or recreational drugs can actually worsen the symptoms of bipolar disorder, which in turn makes them more likely to come back. So it's a vicious cycle of wanting to mask your symptoms and then feeling better, but actually making it worse. And then the third thing is take your medication. So for those of you listening that are on any kind of medication for any kind of mental health condition, I encourage you, please, please, please stay on your medication. Take it as directed and prescribed by your doctor. There is a reason that you have been given this medication. Your doctor feels that the benefits outweigh the risks involved. So I really, really encourage you, please take your medications. I take my medication every single day without fail. And I truly believe that I would be in a very different headspace if I didn't take my medication. Some people, they may be tempted to stop treatment, but I'm here to tell you, please don't do that. Stopping your medication can make you feel worse and then the problem gets completely out of control. Or don't reduce your dose on your own without talking to your doctor because it could cause withdrawal effects of your symptoms and they're probably either going to get worse or they're going to return. Let me know what you guys thought about this episode. I'm really glad that my friend suggested this topic. I could probably make a couple more episodes on bipolar disorder, but I didn't want to make it too lengthy or drawn out. But please email me, call me, let me know what you thought about the episode. Again, let me know what you want to hear about next week. I can tell you that next week's episode is going to be focused on schizophrenia. Just remember that being different makes you special. I want you to have a great week. I love you and we'll talk soon.